0: and welcome to The Personal Investor. I'm Ed Monk. Today on the show, are you being dragged into paying more tax on what you earn? New figures have shown a record number of us now pay higher rates of income tax, and there's good reason to think the trend will accelerate. What will be the impact, and does a new Prime Minister do anything to change the equation? If you enjoy the show, please rate us, share us, or leave a comment wherever you get your podcasts. Back in 1991, just 1.7 million people in the UK paid the higher 40% rate of tax. According to new figures from HMRC, that number has grown to 6.1 million today. And some of those are paying the even higher 45% rate that didn't exist in 1991. Most of the increase in higher rate taxpayers has come in just the past few years. And thanks to changes announced by then Chancellor Rishi Sunak in 2021, the number looks set to increase dramatically from here. So, what's going on and what if anything might a new prime minister do about it to talk it over i'm joined by tom stevenson investment director here at fidelity tom uh, this trend of there being more and more people paying higher rates of tax it isn't it isn't new is it but tell us why it has really accelerated in the last couple of years
1: yeah, uh, hi Ed. Well you have to you have to go back to the, the 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 pandemic, uh when the government clearly spent an awful lot of money, um uh for good reason. Um the Chancellor, the ex Chancellor, as you say, uh Rishi Sunak is is basically fundamentally a fiscal conservative. He believes in balancing the books. So he wanted to 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 plug that gap, uh to to claw back uh, some of the money uh, at least that he, that he'd spent um, fighting uh, the pandemic but um, as well as being a fiscal conservative he's also a politician and so the way he chose to do that uh, was arguably by employing you know something of a of a of a stealth tax and uh, as you pointed out in in your introduction, um he's done that by by freezing the um the allowance the um the the bans for for uh, income tax and the and the the result of that as Uh, incomes have risen uh, but the but the thresholds have not risen is that more and more people are being uh, are being dragged into the higher rates of, of income tax
0: yeah and it's called it well it's it's the the term used to describe that is fiscal drag isn't it it's literally sort of dragging people over the line because the line doesn't move but everyone's incomes tend to tend to rise and actually if you look at what wages are doing right now I mean we're complaining about wages not not sort of matching inflation, which is true, but they are rising in cash terms. And I think the figure was six or more than six percent annually. So if you think about wages going up by that much and tax bands staying the same, you can see that effects. Now, these, of course, were changes announced by Rishi Sunak in 2021. But they started uh, from 2022, from this year, and they're supposedly in place for four years. Um, the, the higher rate ban was frozen, the additional rate, 45% rate, was frozen as well. Now, at the time of those changes, Tom, or when they were announced, people like you and me and, and, and the media in general were pointing out that this this is a pretty potent tax rise, isn't it? But these numbers just go to show exactly how powerful fiscal drag can be for any government looking to raise money.
1: Yeah, absolutely. I mean, I've been really surprised by the scale of the numbers. Actually, just 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 looking at these. I mean, I, you know, clearly higher rate tax was uh, used to be something that was the the preserve of the rich. You know, very very few of us really uh, were 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 caught by by a higher rate tax. Um, and as you said in your introduction, if you go back, um, you go back thirty years, then you know it was it was roughly you know a quarter of the current number of people who are who, who are Caught by it, but it's an it's the amounts of money uh, that are raised that are really uh, uh, eye-watering. So when uh, Rishi Sunak introduced these uh, freezes to to the thresholds um, uh, in the in the budget in April. Twenty twenty one, he said that he thought that it would raise um, uh, just over eight billion pounds a year by the fourth year of the freeze. So twenty uh, five, two thousand twenty five, two thousand twenty six. Um, just this year, the Office for Budget Responsibility said that because of higher inflation, because of um, uh, incomes rising um, uh, more than expected, uh, they think that actually in that year the uh, the extra tax take will be 18 billion pounds. So I mean that's a more than doubling in a year uh of the of, of the expectation. And um you know it's no surprise that it's enabled Rishi Sunak to uh, in the last budget to um to promise uh, a a tax cut an income tax cut from 20% to 19% for the basic rate um in uh, in that in that final year 20 uh, no not sorry not that final year it's the year before that 24 25 which not coincidentally <laughs> is, <laughs> is the election? year yeah. running up to the election yes um, yeah. yeah absolutely
0: yeah and i mean i i was looking at all these numbers i mean right as you say so i mean the, we'll come on to to get on to some of the sort of political aspects of this because it's uh, very germane to to what's going on right now. But um, I was looking at these numbers going back to 1991 from the HMRC and there's loads of different ways you can slice these figures. But uh, but a couple that that I was sort of crunching um, with a calculator and and they are quite interesting. I think it's true to say, looking at the figures back in 1991, 6.5% of taxpayers were in the higher rate band. That, you know and, and if you consider that's often used as a proxy for a rich person isn't it you know someone with, with enough money enough earnings to be in the high rate band six point five percent of people were in that band now it's up at eighteen percent of people so that's almost two in five people are in that band in the higher rate or the additional rate so it, it's a sort of legitimate question you know is it fair to say that the earning at those levels, make you a rich person. I think that equation is changing. Well, I think many people who who are caught by that now would would absolutely not consider themselves to be to be rich people. Yes, indeed, indeed, and 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 you know we've been saying there that this is a very effective and quite stealthy way for uh, a chancellor to raise money. Now, it may be. That this is all—it's all been too effective when it comes to Rishi Sunak and his own political future, because this, you know, it won't have failed anyone's notice that Rishi Sunak is not the chancellor anymore. He wants to be the prime minister following the um, what? What time-stamped resignation of Boris Johnson, <laughs> shall we say? Um, and he's presumably uh, sort of committed to these changes, but all his opponents in that leadership race are going to be pointing out that actually it's driven or helped to dri- driv- drive the tax burden in the UK to a historically very high level. And it might actually count against him, ironically, in this leadership campaign.
1: Yes, because, I mean, he is, I mean, in, in this leadership campaign, he is he is very much uh, uh, an outlier. I mean, everyone else <laughs> yeah. is lining up uh, to, uh, to compete with each other on just how big a tax cutter they can be and uh and and rishi sunak f- for the time being is presenting himself as the the, the, the the fiscal conservative, the sensible, the adult in the room, if you like. Yeah. Um,
0: it, well, it remains to be seen whether that pays off or not. And, and maybe he really believes that. Or maybe it's just that he's been the one that's actually in one of those jobs where it does matter to balance the books or to really be on the hook for your fiscal decisions. The other contenders haven't really been in that position. It's easy to make these promises in a leadership campaign, speaking to a constituency, not of the general public, but of Conservative Party members. Probably likely to be quite uh, pro tax cuts. Um, it's an interesting dynamic.
1: Yes, and and the, and the question arises, um, you know, how do these various candidates propose to pay for those tax cuts? And and and, and what they're suggesting, you know, is a range, you know, from you know, um, you know, clear um, spending cuts to less clear promises
0: yeah and we're we're not a political podcast Tom. we're here to talk about the effects of this on on people's finances but let's talk in general about you know the the system as it stands and the changes that we expect to happen as they are now it does seem doesn't it that the, the the tax system the income tax system and also national insurance which is which is practically an income tax it does seem pretty disorderly now you know having watched and covered these these you know systems for longer than i care to remember you know you've got you've got the income tax system kind of pointing in different directions at the moment we've got this effects the fiscal drag pulling more people raising more money through income tax we've also got we've had raises in the the personal allowance which is the lower rate of of, of income tax we've got rishi sunak announcing uh, you know in the future there's going to be a, a a drop in the rate of income tax it it feels schizophrenic in terms of what what the government has been doing with tax
1: yeah i mean it, it might not be disorderly but it's certainly contradictory i mean it, it is it is pulling in two directions um at the same time so um, i mean we, you know we we know that you know just just recently there was a there was an increase in uh in the rate of national insurance went up by one on a Quarter percentage points. Um, at the same time, for some National Insurance payers, um, there has been a reduction because their threshold has been raised. You know, pretty significantly from under ten thousand uh, pounds at which you start paying National Insurance to twelve and a half thousand pounds. So, you know, they're, 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 yeah, you're right. There, it, there is a sort of schizophrenic element to both National Insurance and income tax at the moment.
0: Yeah, and I guess maybe you know, speculating as to reasons why that is. I mean, th- this you know, the, the former the former Chancellor and I guess the current Prime Minister you know, that they they needed to raise money after the pandemic and there was this sort of period where the pandemic was sort of ebbing away in terms of its effects on the economy and this cost of living crisis had not yet really started and so they aggressively came through with tax raising measures and then suddenly as inflation has, has spiked, they've had to row back or come up with countermeasures basically to to try and give some money back and it's and it's left things in a in a bit of a mess
1: yeah well i mean it, it just looks inconsistent um and i think there's a reason for that it is inconsistent but that's because circumstances are changing very quickly and 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 they are responding
0: yeah and and just finally on on this on this this race to be prime minister obviously tax is going to be uh, a battleground and yeah, as you as you have sort of hinted there, Tom, all these candidates are going to be asked about their plans for not just personal taxes, but but corporation taxes as well. And their and their sort of plans for the economy um, tax really feels like a battleground now in politics.
1: Yeah, and I think and I think it, it, it will continue to be a battleground for the simple reason that, um, you know, people are squeezed, you know, with the cost of living uh crisis is is so intense that uh, you know what what can governments do Uh, they can't do much about the cost of living uh, in many ways but what they can do is something about the tax system and I think that's why it's such a crucial um, uh, factor and why in the run-up to the next election whenever that may be it may be two years away it may be rather sooner than that but I think tax will be a big factor.
0: Yeah and, and if we can end then Tom on just uh, maybe a slightly more practical note about this I mean you know nothing certain in life apart from death and taxes but there are breaks in the tax system and you can um, use them to your advantage there are ways aren't there to maybe limit the amount of income tax you're you're paying through the savings regime.
1: Yeah and in particular the pensions uh, system and you know as we've talked about many times you know you can put aside you know, a fairly significant sum of money each year in, into your pension, assuming that you have, uh, you know, the, uh, the 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 necessary earnings to cover uh, that. But up to forty thousand pounds a year, I think I'm correct in saying, yeah. Um, uh, as long as you're earning enough to do that, and even actually for non earners, I mean, um, uh, you know, uh, a non earning spouse, for example, can 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 put up to three thousand six hundred pounds a year into a pension, um, and, um, and receive a, a tax benefit, uh, a, a tax credit, uh, towards that. Um, and don't forget, of course, that, you know, there's, there's a system of carry forward so that if you haven't used your, uh, your pensions allowance in, in one year, you can carry it forward for up to three years, I think. Uh, so, you know, it, I mean, in some ways it's, it's, it is quite a generous, um, um, yeah savings system
0: yeah and of course you know you need the money in the first place to use or to make the most use out of those systems and even with the isa system as well where growth in your in your investments is tax-free and then you can get a tax-free income from them and because uh the 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 isa allowance has been £20,000 now for some years, there will, maybe not quite yet, but certainly in the future, there's going to be people, wealthy people, high earning people, who will have a lot saved in ISAs later on in their life. That's going to be really, you know, attractive if if tax rates continue to effectively rise, you know, having a tax free income from ISA savings can be really, really valuable.
1: Absolutely. I mean, you know, I think, you know, I think it's fair to say, I don't think it's a, you know, a contentious or party political thing to say that, you know, we over the past decades we have become a much more highly taxed country than 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 we used to be and so the importance of these tax breaks um, particularly pensions and ISAs becomes more and more important as time goes by.
0: Okay okay well Tom that is all we have time for now thanks for joining me. Thanks.